Welcome to Inside Yorkshire with Susan, bringing you intriguing details about the lives of people here in Yorkshire. So, come on in and join us. Hello, Susan here, Inside Yorkshire. Now today I have with me Janet Seymour, who is the dance teacher in the Dales. Uh, Hello, Janet. Hello, good morning, Sue. We've known each other quite a long time, I know, but I still am not actually sure where you come from, whether you are local from this area. I know your parents live near here, don't they? Yes, they do. But originally we are all from Blackpool. So I was born born in Blackpool and lived there until I went to London to college. There, that's where the razzmatazz comes from, I think. <laughs> and uh, went to the Royal Academy in London in 1979 for three years and from there straight to Germany and then back here. So what actually drew you here to, uh, to Yorkshire? Well, as a child, um, I came here on holiday and for weekends because I have family here in Hilo. Um, my dad's grandma lived in Hilo during the war and he spent a lot of his childhood years here um, from Sunderland. So the contacts here are quite strong. And apparently when I was five years old and asked what I wanted to do when I grew up, I told my mum I'm going to be a ballet teacher in the Dales. Right. It's taken me 45 years to re- to realise the dream. <laughs> But you've been dancing. What what age did you start dancing then? When I was three. When you were three? Yes. I can't imagine life without dancing. See, I started at three, but I wasn't any good at it. Oh, I don't believe that. (laughs) I didn't stick with it like you did, obviously. No, but you're back now and it's lovely. (laughs) Yes, because Janet also teaches um, adult classes and I've started that. I mean, one of the things that I know um, people are quite keen on as you mature and I am more mature, You um, dance is supposed to be one of the things that's exceptionally good for the brain. Yes, apparently. Um, there's a lot of research gone into it now for uh, dementia, dance for people with Parkinson's, dance for the elderly, and for those creaky bones, just mm. keeping healthy and mobile. Yes. But you, um, you have a hugely busy schedule, I know, and you teach all over the place. Do you want to give me a little bit of, give, or give the listeners a little bit of background on what you were doing when you started your dance school in Germany? You, you had a dance school there, didn't you? Yes, I did. I left college in, uh, yeah, in 1979 and went over to Germany to work for a Hungarian teacher and a Swiss German in Frankfurt. And, um, they were quite new at dance. They'd both been professional dancers, but quite new at teaching. And I uh, practically built up their school for them. We were very few Royal Academy of Dance teachers in Germany at the time. There was a lady in the north of Germany and one further south, and I was the one in the middle. And at the time, we were the only three Royal Academy of Dance teachers in Germany. So we were pioneering, really, for the British system. Um now there are hundreds, <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of Royal Academy schools over there, which is really lovely. And some of them um, are run by former students of mine, which is also a lovely thing to have started. Um, when, you, when you first started it there, then you were saying just three, um, three schools, three ballet schools or three English teachers? With three English schools? teachers, three Royal Academy of Dance schools, a lot of Russian dance schools um, which is a is very different way of teaching. So we were quite revolutionary, I think, in Germany, and it took a while for it to to, 
to get going. So what is the difference then between the way um, the Royal Ballet here would teach compared to the Russian? Well, the Royal Academy has a very good system of teaching um, for the age group that you're teaching. So the syllabus um, works around the young body and grows with that child or with with the, the capabilities of the child, whereas in the Russian system, they tend to take the best bodies and mold them straight away. So they don't teach the children who who don't have the ballerina body, whereas with the Royal Academy, ballet is for everyone. Mm. And fantastic, really, isn't it? I know you've been putting quite a few links up on social media recently and just <laughs> watching some of it. It's just amazing. Yes, it's, yes. I feel very privileged to be able to teach something that I love, that and I know the people who come to me love or grow to love and just living here and Mm. doing what I love to do is the best job in the world. And also you teach tap, don't you? I teach tap and modern dance and jazz too, although my body is getting a little bit old for the jazz now. (laughs) (laughs) But you don't have to do it really. I suppose you just have to demonstrate. It's very very frustrating not being able to demonstrate full out anymore just Mm. because of creaky bones and stiff legs. (laughs) Yes. So the, um, well, if you could just explain then, you are based in the Dales here, quite um, near where I, where we are now. Yeah, well, I live in, in Loro, but I, I teach all over the, the Upper Dales. So I have a, the, a base in Reith and I teach adult classes in Gunnerside. I teach in Hawes in Wensleydale and Askrig and in Leyburn. And I also teach at the care homes in Bainbridge and Leyburn for the elderly. I think my eldest student is 103. Wow. <laughs> so you're actually teaching, what are you teaching? Is it is it more of um, a, a stretch or is it actual dance then? I teach seated gentle exercise to the elderly. Mm. So it, a lot of it is based on ballet and just strengthening exercises, trying to keep those muscles strong so that it helps mm. from falling and 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 just just, gen- just general, generally yes general health and well being isn't it yeah. and also i can imagine i did i i do know that over the christmas holiday period you were um you you took some of the young children to actually perform in oh, yes. in the homes didn't we did you? Yes, yes that was really lovely which would be really nice for they them often too. ask me when i'm there what i do the rest of the week and uh, then <laughs> I was telling them about the children and, oh, it would be really lovely to see them. And I said, well, I'll bring them along. And we did about a 40-minute little concert for them with the dances that they've been doing for their exams. And we made up a few Christmas dances and took them along. And it was uh, a really lovely experience for all involved, I think, Mm. for the children and the residents and myself. It was a lovely thing to do. I used to do that a lot in Germany. We used to go around a lot of care homes in Germany and... Mm. um, I just didn't get the contacts here until I started to teach the gentle exercise. And right. Hopefully that will be something we can do more of in the future. Yes, because I think the introduction, there have been, quite a, there have been documentaries recently that I've seen where um, in some places like Holland where they're actually involving um, young people working with older people in, in care homes and that's you know, taking them in. There was there was something about um, some yes, very young children in, as well yeah. recently too. Care homes for four-year-olds. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, it, yes, I hope it carries on. Mm. I hope it's not just one-off experiment. And no. I hope we can do a little bit more as well. It's, but, yes. It's not for everybody, I think. I don't, I don't think it is for everyone, but, uh, but 
we have a good following. And, mm. uh, now, the age of, of your students, as you're saying, your your eldest is what, 100 and... 100 and... I think she's she's going to be 103. The youngest is three. The youngest is three. Quite yeah. a range then, really. Yeah. And I know you seem to be teaching morning, noon and night, aren't you? I'm doing a little less now than I did because I was working full time at uh, the primary school until about a year and a half ago. And I've stopped that now and built up the dance school. But uh, yes, I do classes in the mornings with the elderly. And then I started about half past three with the little little ones every day and um, teach through till about seven thirty, eight o'clock every evening. And Saturdays is a marathon day. I start at 8.30 in Hawes and uh, run right through until quarter to six in Leyburn on a Saturday with lots of different classes. But uh, it's such a lovely day. <laughs> no wonder you're so fit yourself, though. You've been just getting around to do it, but I But I often think, what would I be doing if I wasn't here teaching dance? And mm. it would probably be cleaning bathrooms, and I think I'd rather be teaching dance. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you're um, also, I understand um, some of your pupils have gone on to do different things. Isn't there a young girl who's also set up? In Richmond. In Richmond, hasn't yeah. she? So Over the a... years, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of students have gone on and most of them are still in touch with me, which is really lovely. Mm. I have um, a, a boy from a long time ago who danced as a soloist with the Vienna State Opera. I have a girl who was a soloist with the um, Royal Ballet Flanders and uh, another boy who went up to dance with the Danish Ballet. I have uh, students who are teaching all over the world, uh, Beijing and Australia and Canada and um, quite a few girls on cruise ships dancing now. Another girl is teaching in Ireland and Charlotte, the newest uh, graduate, is has now opened her own school in Richmond and mm. I'll be sending a few of my students to her, I think. It's really lovely to have a young, a young yes. girl. Yes, certainly. No, it's it's great. I had no idea that um, they taught dance on on uh, cruise ships too. Then I think they're dancing, entertaining. One of the students. Ah, I've, okay. They're not yeah. teaching dance. Well, they're actually performing. One of the students does both. She teaches ballroom dancing mm. and entertains with the with the shows as well. So mm. yeah, it's and look at the uh, the success of Strictly. Everyone's been absolutely hooked on that for the last. Is it fourteen years? It's been running now. It's a long time. Something yeah. like that. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm not qualified to teach ballroom dancing, so I can't jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> it's a pity, really, because we could do with something like that locally. Certainly, I, I think there are there schools is. quite locally yes. that teach ballroom ah, dancing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe that's something to look into <laughs> for the future for me then. <laughs> so. Um, where do you do you see any changes then in in what you're doing? Do you think with the school is it? Have you got anything that's uh, that you're intending to sort of to change in the next year or so? Well, I'm hoping to carry on until. Well, I'm just not here anymore. I think I can't imagine stopping. Um, we've got lots of different things that we we organise through the years. We have the children take exams regularly, two or three times a year in all genres. And uh, we have an Easter dance week that we do with a German exchange. Uh, my school in Germany was uh, about 300 strong when I left. And one of my students who, who danced with me from the age of three um, came, back, came over to England to qualify and came back to work for me. And then when I moved here in 2003, four, she took over my school. So that is still running and still flourishing. 
And uh, I have a lot of contact with them. And we have this Easter dance exchange that we do every year. We're having a break in 2019 because she's just had her second baby. But uh, we normally bring about 10 students over from Germany and they stay with students here. And then the year after, I take 10 students to Germany and they stay with families. So you alternate year on year. And we have a dance. That's lovely. A a week of dance. And it's it's been a great success Mm. up to now, touch wood. And uh, yeah, we hope to carry that on in 2020. And also, I think you're in, you're involved with the Georgian Theatre at times too, aren't you? What have you been doing with them? I was a few years ago when they when they first started doing panto again. I did the choreography for them for two years running, mm. and uh, then found that that was taking up a lot of Christmas. Yes. <laughs> so, um, and they have someone new now to do mm. that. But my students do dance in the pantomime. I have two students this year performing from. Beginning of December to beginning of January, I think they do a, every three nights or right. days. Well, I thought you'd also had put on performances with the with the, uh, the the dance classes too, haven't you? We did. We did a performance with the Georgian Theatre in two thousand and nine, I think. At, well, at the Georgian Theatre for with the whole of the dance school, and then we did another one. Um, been one more recent last than year that, I think. at Tenants. Yes. Yeah, oh, was it at Tenants? At Tenants, okay. we did quite a big show with all of the mm. students here. Yeah. Yes, I keep forgetting because as we, we were talking when you first arrived, I've known you a long time. So there's yeah. been a lot happening really over the years. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's, it is growing and it's, uh, it's lovely to see. And now that I have more time because I'm not working at the primary school, I'm able to put more energy into, into the mm-hmm. dance school. And that's really lovely to be able to offer the children in the Upper Dales the opportunity Yes, because it's dance. such a distance otherwise, isn't it? It everything. is a long way for them to go to get to a decent dance school, yes. Mm. So. And to have you actually doing it there on the doorstep. It's or... really lovely. And, and to be able to see the talent and nurture it and hope that they stay and move mm. on. How many more teachers I'm going to qualify then into the days <laughs> might be a little too much competition for me. <laughs> but maybe at, there's, at some point you'll be happy for that. Well, yes, I think so. I shall be working for them then. <laughs> yes, yes. You can be a consultant, dance consultant. Yes, no, that, that be sounds lovely. fabulous. So if anyone then wanted to get in, in touch with you to find out um, about classes when they're running and how to enroll because presumably some of your classes will be full are they some of them are but not many we have right. uh, it's, it's a big area and mm. uh, very few children really in, yes. in the area here and they do have to come a long way I know they do come out of the hills through the snow to get to me and mm. it's not a, not an easy task in the winter time but uh, yeah we have a website um, swaledaledance.co.uk and all the information is on there and people can text and Facebook message, email. So there's the, so the that's information. The, that's the best way, is it? Yeah. So it's swaledaledance.co.uk. Oh, .co.uk. Yeah. Okay. Right. So that's the best way then to get in touch with yes, you. Yes, I think so. Then through mm. email or, or ring or text. Mm. And uh, but if, if, you gi- if you give me, well, I'll, I'll check in and put it on the show notes for the episode as well. So oh, thank you, Sue. Fi- that's going to find you through this as well, hopefully. No, that's really great. Thank you very much, Janet. Thank you, Sue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is Susan signing out from inside Yorkshire. Mm-hmm.